Part 1. Introduction. Chapter 1. Why listen to me? I am now retired, but I spent the last 30 years in private practice performing cosmetic surgery and sometimes assisting with my patients' medical care. Most of the women I worked with who were over 50 years old suffered from poor sleep, fatigue, hot flashes, muscle wasting, and irritability. They were all looking for a way to feel better, and a lot were taking antidepressants. Many thought that I could improve their spirits with surgery, and sometimes they were right. But since they had hormone deficiency symptoms, surgery alone was not the best option. Most plastic surgeons operate on a string of depressed people without considering why they are so miserable. My patients were trusting me and I wanted to help, so I took training. For nearly two decades, I offered appropriate candidates hormone treatments along with their procedures. Those who listened to my advice were usually grateful. Some were not interested, and I respected that as well. I knew women had doubts about hormone replacement. I also knew that patients never take at least a third of their prescriptions, even vital ones like kidney transplant, anti-rejection drugs. Since hormone benefits can take weeks to be felt, I use long-lasting, inexpensive testosterone pellets implanted under the skin. If my patients didn't like this idea, I offered it as a cream. Testosterone transforms into estrogen, so they receive this as well. When I saw them back in a month, most were thrilled. I then suggested they consider adding progesterone, estrogen, vitamin D, and sometimes thyroid, DHEA, and melatonin. If their finances were tight, I showed them how to inject themselves once a week with testosterone. Each shot costs only $2 for women and $10 for men. I followed blood tests, symptoms, and physical exams, and customized therapy based on patient responses. I saw a few women who felt terrible in their mid-30s. Blood tests showed they were in premature menopause and had estrogen and progesterone levels close to zero. After they began treatment, they felt great again. Many of my patients brought in their friends and husbands, and they responded as well. Hormone replacement should be a feel-good story. We have overwhelming proof that it is safe and effective. Most hormones are affordable, and tens of millions of people have used them. Thyroid has been available since the late 1800s, and insulin, estrogen, and testosterone for nearly that long. These treat or prevent heart disease, depression, impotence, diabetes, some cancers, and Alzheimer's disease, AD. But misinformation is everywhere. Doctors and patients, quote, know that estrogen causes breast cancer and blood clots, testosterone causes heart disease and prostate cancer, and that human growth hormone is practically poison. These ideas are false. We have been led to believe that insulin's high price is justifiable. Wrong again. Mainstream medicine says that thyroid disease is relatively uncommon and hazardous to treat. This is also incorrect. It may afflict a third of mature women and is undertreated because of doctors' economic turf wars rather than unusual risks. Hormone therapy is a strange opera with many twists and bizarre characters. To navigate it, patients need physician-level knowledge, which is a tragic situation. I studied this subject for a decade, but you can learn the basics in a few hours with no prior background. Journalists think every issue has two sides. Law and news stories, for example, are rarely black or white. But medical care is right or wrong, and I challenge you to find the truth here. I present the following. What the science says, opinions of independent experts, 
the collective physician experience of nearly a century, and my patients' opinions about their treatment. Their words are not scholarly, but they are meaningful and convincing. Next, I have a QR code that you can access with your camera for a video testimonial of a patient testimonial. To understand the controversy, you must also learn how the corporations purchased the scientific debate using our public health care money. Since then, they have gotten filthy rich peddling questionable drugs for insurance payments. The benefits of hormones for aging were discredited during the same period. The consequence is that we are not using hormones to prevent disease for most of the people who would benefit. That's at least a quarter of the population. The standard that developed instead was to wait until health declined, then chase the resulting illness using astronomically expensive patent drugs with noxious side effects. The monstrous economic scrum we call healthcare ruined medical science. The studies about hormones, along with the rest, are stuffed with bias, pretentious jargon, apples-to-oranges comparisons, and complex, dimly understood science. You may initially think they are impossible to interpret and that you cannot come to any conclusions, but if you consider all the evidence, you will see through the fog. What are my qualifications? Four years ago, when I was 63, I cut my surgical practice to halftime and started researching. I previously thought the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, had integrity, the other healthcare players were principled, and that the medical literature was reliable. I soon understood that finances rule everything and that we have given a blank check to the medical industry. They have become wealthy, arrogantly entitled, and even power mad. They have acquired the journals and academic medicine and are fabricating medical standards to boot sales. Patients are a distant priority for them. All the harmful practices and chasing after wealth shocked me. My award-winning book, Butchered by Healthcare, published in 2020, grew out of my efforts to understand what was occurring. It's the background and companion to this work and will help you fact-check and fill in the gaps. My frequent references to it may seem promotional, but trust me, no one makes money on books that expose medical wrongdoing. Next, I have a QR code with a podcast introduction that you can access. Healthcare is a patchwork Frankenstein's monster, part miracle, part corruption, and deformed by commercial interests. Somehow it still walks, but I cannot put lipstick on it. Note, I wrote this book with the collaboration of Robert Morgan, APRN, a colleague who had a huge hormone practice. I owe you, Robert. I use the first person, though, for easy reading. For power readers, skip or scan anything that is too technical for you and browse out of order based on your gender and interests. Delay studying healthcare corruption until you understand hormone basics. Medical care is a pay-to-play industry infested by misconduct, and seeing how bad it is can be overwhelming. The ebook has links to references. The resources section has hundreds more and some lectures. To convince you that I did not cherry-pick sources to manufacture conclusions, Appendix C has over 50 references about a narrow but pivotal area, the prevention of Alzheimer's disease with hormones. I could have done this for any topic in this book. Lastly, try not to feud with me over small trees in this forest. 
if some disagreement kidnaps you and you quit reading, you will lose your chance to understand the ecosystem. Next, consider three what I call blues clues, which are practical rules of thumb to help you interpret science writing. Number one, if you do not follow the reasoning, it is likely a lie used to sell something. You are as smart as the storyteller, so do not let anyone fool you. This also applies to lawyers and financial advisors. Never be seduced by detail at the expense of your intuition. Number two, the updated golden rule is that those with the gold make the rules, so finding the funding source is telling. If you consult outside references, you will find the sponsors at the end of every paper. Their ethics may not pass a sniff test. Number three, controversy, confusion, and extravagant claims about small numbers prove that whatever it is does not work. Never fall into the trap of believing, quote, reasonable people disagree, unquote, or, quote, the science is developing, unquote. Although academics deride Wikipedia, it might be the most reliable remaining medical information source. But never forget that it is under constant attack by industry ghostwriters. Not even China, whose leaders try to rewrite history, can hide from web crawlers. Although 10% of links disappear every year because of link rot, virtually everything that was ever seen on the web is still alive and well on the Wayback Machine Internet Archive. Just copy the bad link, which is the web address at the top of the browser, and enter it at archive.org. Then look for the backed up copies and select the date to review. You can also save any URL free at another of their pages. These are internet superpowers that are handy to have in your bookmarks. I also cite some references that are behind paywalls, but blasting through most of these is easy. If you copy the link into the sci-hub.st website browser, you can download academic articles free. This is a piracy website based in Russia, and using it is against the law, so I give you this information for, quote, entertainment purposes only. But some academics publicly thank the hub.